I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome to the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, aka Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresinMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 38th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to tune in to the last episode where I talk about how to move a mobile home including when you should move them and the options available when moving mobile homes for your own mobile home investing business. As I went over in that episode, if you're a new investor just starting out, it's best to find mobile homes to buy already set up in mobile home parks where you feel comfortable in and have received the okay to do business there by the park manager. Again, there's just so many factors involved when moving mobile homes, and I don't really recommend it for a beginner. Though, if you've done a few Lonnie deals already and have the money and the time to move mobile homes, and you've come across a great deal from a motivated seller on a mobile home to buy, then you may want to move a mobile home or two and see how it works out for you on a small scale. That episode is the first part in a three-part series on the subject of moving mobile homes. So check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 37. And that is the number 37. But today, I'm going to go over the next episode in the series on how to move a mobile home. Now that you know what options are available and what items to check before buying a mobile home and moving it, today I'm going to talk about the actual process of finding contractors to help you move a mobile home and also coordinating the actual move. There's a lot involved and many pieces of the puzzle when moving mobile homes. It's not as easy as it seems, but once you do a few of them, it gets easier, like anything. So get ready for a pretty detailed episode on the process when it comes to moving mobile homes and finding contractors to help you with the move. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. 
Hey there, Rachel here. Are you a mobile home investor wanting to sell your homes using owner financing? As Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, taught and did himself as a mobile home investor? Are you in it for the long haul, investing in mobile homes as a real estate investor? Well, if you are, then there are two laws that you need to be aware of. If you're doing business in the United States as a mobile home investor, the SAFE Act and Dodd Frank. Now, both of these laws came about as a result of the subprime mortgage crisis that happened between 2007 and 2010, which contributed to the global financial crisis that happened between 2007 and 2008. And these events eventually led to the Great Recession that happened between 2007 and 2009. So before all of this, there weren't as many restrictions when it came to offering your homes on owner financing as a real estate investor. Though, as a result of both of these laws that were passed, the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank, as mobile home investors, we've had to change the way we do business and how we do business when going this route and offering up your homes using seller financing as a real estate investor. Now, over this past year, I've been working on a course specifically for mobile home investors on both of these laws, the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. And in this course, I go over exactly what you need to know and what options you can take as a mobile home investor to be compliant with these laws. So if you want to get more information about the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank, and you're ready to learn more so that you can be compliant with the law when it comes to investing in mobile homes and continuing your journey as a mobile home investor, then check out my new course, What You Need to Know About Dodd-Frank and the SAFE Act. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash course. All one word. For more information, again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash course. Sign up today to get the information that you need so that you can learn how to stay compliant with the law and be a successful mobile home investor. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first, 
Before I go into talking about the actual process of finding contractors and coordinating a move for a mobile home, if you missed it, listen to the first part of this series, episode 37, on how to move a mobile home. Otherwise, you may get a bit lost as there are many pieces of the process that I covered in the previous episode, which I may touch upon in this episode. So are you ready? Here goes. All right, let's talk about when you find a mobile home that you want to move for whatever reason, as what I talked about in episode 37. So the seller is motivated and you've agreed on a price for the home. So now what? Well, now it's just a matter of getting the numbers together for the move itself and finding contractors who can help you. Before I go into the process, I will tell you there have been times when I've moved mobile homes into other mobile home parks and the park has paid for my moving costs and sometimes even my hookups such as the electrical, plumbing, gas, etc. Even further, I've even received free lot rent for a few months to give me time to fix up these homes. So there are incentives for you as a mobile home investor to bring in a home onto someone else's land, whether it be a mobile home park, as I did, a mobile home lot in a mobile home lot subdivision, or someone else's land. The key is to have a good relationship with the landowner and or the manager. In my case, it's usually the park manager. By the way, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out episode 8 of the podcast where I talk about how to talk to park managers for your own mobile home investing business. Getting back to it, once you have an idea of where you want to move the home and you've talked to your local zoning department and have gotten the okay and know what permits you'll need for the move, as I covered in the previous episode, episode 37, then it's just a matter of getting estimates and finding contractors to help you with the move. Before I go into the different types of contractors to help you with the move, I will say it's best to use contractors that are familiar with mobile homes and work on them regularly. For me, I tend to go with contractors who actually work with the park itself for their own needs, which can include moving mobile homes in, hooking up utilities, and regular maintenance in the park. Since I have great relationships with park managers that I work with in the parks that I do business in, I usually just ask for referrals when it comes to finding contractors. They tell me who they use, and usually I get the corporate rate which is significantly lower than the retail rate. 
So why would contractors give me a lower price than the general public? Well, for repeat business. And I will say, I tend to stick with the contractors who come through for me. For many of the contractors I still use today, we have a long business history and working relationship. Again, as I've said many times on this podcast, this is a people business. If you take care of people, then they'll take care of you. And that goes for contractors that you work with on a regular basis. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So let's talk about some of the types of contractors that you'll need to help you with the move. Well, the first one is pretty obvious, and that is the mover. You'll need to find an experienced and licensed mobile home mover to help you with the move. Again, try to get referrals from the park manager if you can. Another option is to ask your local mobile home dealerships as they work with their customers to move mobile homes on a regular basis. Before you call to get estimates with a mover, you'll need to know the size of your home, both the length and the width, if there's a hitch, an attachment, or if you need to get one, where the mobile home sits now, and the new location that you're moving the mobile home to. All of these factors will determine the price of the move. And I will tell you, it's best to stick with single wides when you're just starting out. If you go with double wide type mobile homes, your moving costs will be double the price. One thing about moving mobile homes, if this is your first move and you've never moved a mobile home before, it's best to move the home to a close location. Don't attempt to move one from a far location or even out of the city or the area where you do business in. Too much can happen. I remember on my very first mobile home move, I had moved that home from a piece of land to a mobile home park just down the street. Now, I won't get into the story here as there's a lot to cover, but the owners were very motivated to sell and they gave me a good price on the home. I'll be sure to dedicate a whole episode on my experience down the road. So stay tuned. Getting back to it, other contractors that you'll need for the move include an electrician to do the disconnect at the existing location and the reconnect at the new location, a plumber to do the same, disconnect and reconnect, a heating and air conditioning contractor or HVAC contractor to remove the AC condenser outside and disconnect it, which will need to be stored usually by the contractor until the home has been moved to the new location. Once at the new location, you'll just give them a call to reconnect the condenser to the home. Also, you'll need to figure out 
whether you're going to keep the skirting and reuse it or just buy new skirting for the new location. Since most of the skirting used is just the vinyl kind, especially in mobile home parks, you may want to look into getting new skirting if the old one looks damaged or old. Now, if it's in good condition, you can reuse it, though you'll have to get your own handyman or do it yourself to remove the skirting before the home is moved. If you have the mover and his crew do it, usually they just rip it off and they aren't careful. They're paid for the move only, unless you have some other arrangement with them. One thing I will say about reusing the skirting, you may not be able to reuse it at the new location. It will depend on how high the mobile home is set. There are a lot of factors involved when you transport a mobile home and set and block it at a new location. The ground where it's at could be higher or lower from the previous location, depending on the soil type. And this may not be the correct size of what you have for the skirting. Just something to keep in mind. As for me, when I move mobile homes, usually I just get new skirting and have my handyman contractor put it on at the new location. So you'll need to start calling contractors and getting estimates on these items before the move. And if you need help in this area, be sure to check out episode 16 of the podcast where I talk about how to find and hire contractors for your mobile home investing business. I'll link it up here in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Getting back to it, once you've decided on which contractors to use and know what paperwork is involved for the move, as I talked about in the last episode, episode 37, then you'll have to schedule the move. Now, before you actually move the home, if everything checks out and you've got your contractor estimates and you feel good about things, then I suggest closing on the home first before you even move it. This will give the seller peace of mind that things are over and done and you've delivered on your promise to buy the home. Now, on the other hand, if the estimates look too high or the numbers, they just don't work out, then you'll have to let the seller know as soon as possible. As a side note, I've never backed out on a deal. Usually, I do my research ahead of time and I know what to expect before going into a deal. As I've said before, this business is a people business. So relationships are key, especially when you need insight on a particular issue and referrals, which is one of the secrets to my success. So let's say you've got your contractor numbers and you want to go ahead and move the mobile home to the new location. Set a date with the seller 
to close on the home. Again, you should have done all of your due diligence and your research beforehand. If you're listening to this episode and want to learn more about working with sellers, be sure to check out episode 18 of the podcast where I talk about how to work with sellers when it comes to your own mobile home investing business. Getting back to things, let's just say you close on the home with the seller and you're ready to move the home to the new location. Now, be sure you put insurance on the home on the day that you close. Usually, it's just a matter of me calling my insurance agent and they set it for that day. Now, when it comes to insurance, it's best to take precautions. Anything can happen after you close on the home. And the last thing you want is to have bought a home without any insurance on it if something were to happen. And speaking of insurance, before you move the home, you definitely want to put trip insurance on the home. So what's trip insurance? Well, basically, it will insure the home for the move. You'll have to know ahead of time what day you'll be moving the home, including the to and from location of the home, to let your insurance company know. Again, anything and everything can happen during a move. You just never know what can happen. And if you'd like to learn more, I did write an article a while back on the subject of trip insurance. I'll put a link here in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. So let's talk about the day of the move. You should have already coordinated with the landowner of the location where the home sits now and the new location, whether it be a mobile home park, mobile home lot, on someone else's land, or a piece of land someone owns. If you're dealing with mobile home parks, which I usually do, then it's usually the park manager that you're working with. They should be able to tell you what you need to do when moving homes in and out of the park, depending on what you're doing. In the past, as long as I have a good relationship with these park managers, It's usually been a smooth transition for both moving homes in and moving homes out of these parks. Again, make sure you're on the same page on both ends, where you're moving the home out of and where you're moving the mobile home to, in order to make things easier for you. Before the move, make sure all of your utilities have been disconnected by the contractors that you've chosen, such as electrical, plumbing, heating and air conditioning, etc. Also, be sure your heating and air conditioning contractor has removed the outside AC condenser and puts it in storage. And make sure you've made a decision on the skirting. If you're having it removed and you're reusing it, your handyman contractor will have to store it, unless you do it yourself. Other things you'll have to do is drain the hot water heater. Now usually there is water in the tank 
and you don't want any spillage during the move. Again, take precautions. If you need help in this area, I did write an article on how to drain a hot water heater, which I'll link it up in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Other items I recommend is to tape the cabinet doors using painter's tape. During the move, you don't want the doors to the cabinets to be swinging, opening, and closing. Taping it down is a precaution. Also, close all of the doors in the home so they don't swing during the move. Now, another thing you want to do is remove the lid on top of the toilet tank. Wrap that in bubble wrap and put it in the tub. This is an item you don't want to fall or break during the move. I've done this several times, so trust me, it's just another added precaution. Other than that, make sure there are no loose items in the home during the move. The seller should have removed everything before moving out, and you shouldn't have any items in there to deal with. If there are appliances in the home, such as a stove and a refrigerator, it should be okay. As long as the mover is careful. Communicate any concerns with the mover before the move if you have questions. They may be able to give you recommendations on what else you should do for the move. Well, that's about it as far as preparing for the move. Now, I will say that I recommend, and I've done this for all of my moves, I recommend going out to the site early on the day of the move, and also I recommend you help coordinate the move. Honestly, this is your business, and you have to make sure things get done. It's not enough to just call contractors and ask them to do the work. You actually have to oversee their work just like a general contractor and you have to make sure that the work gets done because your job isn't finished until it's done. So make sure it gets done right in the first place. So there you have it. The second part of this series on how to move a mobile home. Again, if you're just starting out and you've never done a mobile home deal before, it's best to focus on finding opportunities for buying these homes in parks and leaving them there. As you can see, there's a lot involved when moving mobile homes to other locations. It's not just about connecting the hitch to the tow and having the home moved. There are a lot of pieces involved, and it can definitely be overwhelming. The key is to do your research beforehand. Give yourself enough time to get all of the estimates and the contractors together for the move. Also, you'll have to coordinate the move from the location where the home sits to the new location. And as far as closing goes, I recommend closing on the home with the seller first, before the move. This gives the seller peace of mind that the deal is done. And remember, anything 
and everything can go wrong during the move. Which is why I recommend you putting trip insurance on the home for the day of the move. Now, in the next episode, I'll continue this series and talk about the process of getting the home to the new location, including what I've done in the past myself, and also what exactly you do once the home is set and blocked at the new location and the process. So you see, there's a lot more involved when moving these homes. Getting it ready to be moved from the present location is only one part of the equation. You also have to follow through and make sure that the home actually gets to the new location. And when it finally gets there, you'll have to do more work to ensure that it's properly set up, which includes a whole slew of things, which I'll talk about in the next episode. So what did you think? Did this episode help you as a mobile home investor? I hope so. If you've enjoyed the show and find value with it, please consider supporting the show. I've enjoyed this podcasting journey so far, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. I'll include a link in the show notes on how you can support me if you'd like to check it out. For more information on this episode, Check out the show notes where I link up some of the resources mentioned here. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 38. And that is the number 38. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 38. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with family and friends and be sure to follow me and subscribe if you have some time i'd love to hear your feedback through a short apple podcast review until next time this is rachel hernandez aka mobile home girl of the adventures in mobile homes podcast signing off thanks for listening